You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On this Thursday, February 25th, everybody, into a Friday, February 26th, welcome into Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast and Network. What's up? Matt Derry with you as we discuss the Detroit Lions and everything that has to do with the Honolulu Blue and Silver on this daily podcast, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, We are here uh, for you each and every day, and we welcome you to the program for this Thursday. Big Mock Draft, Mel Kuyper Jr.'s latest mock is out. And when I tell you that it is like the dream scenario for the Lions, uh, it's something you would not even believe would even be, I would say, even feasible at this point. But the latest Mel Kuyper, I believe this is Mock Draft 3.0 for Mel, 2.0. which has the Lions trading down. We will get into that coming up momentarily here on Lockdown Lions. Also, speaking of trades, something that could have a big effect on the Lions, and that is a quarterback with a possibility of him being moved to the Lions division. Uh, also, a couple of free agent wide receivers are now available. Veteran wide receivers that the Lions could take a look at that might be within their price range. We'll get into that today on the program on this Thursday. Follow us on Twitter. We are there every day at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. For those of you that do tweet to me uh, each and every day, I appreciate that, uh, whether it's after the show or if you have comments. Lions fans are the best, and seriously, you guys um, are patient. You listen every day. You follow um, you listen to the show, and we appreciate that. If you missed yesterday's podcast, uh, Eric Schlitt, now of prideofdetroit.com, the great Lions blog site, was with us. Go back, rewind, and listen to yesterday's show. All right, so the latest Mel Kuyper uh, mock draft came out today on ESPN.com. And you look at it, and you go, wait a minute. There's, like, no way this would be possible for the Lions. But Mel Kuyper Jr. has a lot of trades going on in the top ten with teams moving up to get quarterbacks, and that includes the Lions, where he has the San Francisco 49ers trading up from number 12 to number 7, and also they throw in a second-round pick for the Lions and a first-round pick next year, all to move up five spots so that the 49ers can procure the services of one Justin Fields. So Kuyper suggests the Niners make this huge, tempting trade proposal, and it would be too good to pass up for the Lions. <laughs> then the Lions at 12 still get Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. Could you imagine, Brad? You're gonna, you would give Brad Holmes, Lions fans, on the last day of March, I believe it's March 31st, is when they start this thing. You would give Brad Holmes the key to the city of Detroit if you were able to pull this off. So the Lions are going to move down five spots, then get a second-round pick, and a first-rounder next year from San Francisco, all for the Niners, 
to then select Justin Fields, and then the Lions still get Micah Parsons, the do-everything linebacker from Penn State at 12, be still my heart. Kuiper writes at ESPN.com, quote, another trade, and this one could cost the 49ers a lot of capital. It's tough to project the exact details, but moving up five spots in a talented quarterback class means there will be competition. Kuiper cited trades like the Bears moving up to get Trubisky, the Steelers trading up to get Devin Bush a few years ago. He calls this deal a win-win for both sides, with the Lions getting number 12, number 43, and a first-round pick next year from San Francisco. Uh, I think that would be a win for the Lions. Then when the Lions select Micah Parsons, Kuiper writes, quote, with the Lions moving down in my mock trade with 49ers, that takes them out of the quarterback race but gives them extra draft capital. Jared Goff was always going to be on their roster in 2021 because of his salary, but he might not be the long-term solution, and I don't expect Detroit to improve next season, which means it could have another valuable pick, plus it has the Rams' first-round picks in 2022 and 2023. The Lions allowed 6.3 yards per play under Matt Patricia last season, which ranked last in the league. They need help on defense. Parsons is a versatile linebacker with some pass rush upside, end quote. Uh, yeah, 6-2, 245. Um, Micah Parsons can do everything. Drop into coverage, rush the passer, uh, attack the ball carrier at, at the running uh, at, you know, at the running back position from the linebacker spot. You got to figure Jamie Collins um, – is going to be back based on contract. We, we talked yesterday with Eric Schlitt about a lot of defensive players. Marcus Trufant, or, or excuse me, Des, Desmond Trufant, Justin Coleman, Nick Williams, all guys that could be cut and let loose by the Lions in order to free up salary cap spot, uh, salary cap um, um, slots and, and, and money and freedom. But this deal would be a steal. For Brad Holmes. Imagine trading down and still getting Micah Parsons, who we told you the other day, Daniel Jeremiah ranked as a a top 10 player in this draft. Fills a need, very athletic, high impact player that you could get right away. (laughs) Mel Kuyper Jr. thinks the Lions would then add a number two pick, the 43rd overall from the Niners, and get a first rounder next year. All for San Francisco, getting their quarterback of the future in Justin Fields. Remember, 49ers still have Jimmy Garoppolo on their roster, at least right now. But Mel saying this is a win-win for both sides. I think it would be an absolute steal by Brad Holmes um, if the Lions were to pull something off like this. And again, Detroit's in a good position at number 7. Not the best position, but a good position. Why? Because Carolina is at 8. Denver is at 9. San Francisco is at 12. There are teams looking to move up to draft a quarterback. What about Pittsburgh? You know, rumors and reports of Ben Roethlisberger's agent and the Steelers saying he'll be back for one more year, but the Steelers are going to need to get a quarterback at some point. Big Ben's not going to make it through the year. And are they really going to rock and ride with Mason Rudolph after next year? So I think this would be absolutely awesome. And, man, there would be a party in Detroit if if Brad Holmes were to pull this off. Do I think that the, they're going to get a second-round pick, too, to move down five spots and a first-rounder next year? No, I don't. But, again, 
based on teams needing a quarterback. This is not a team moving up to take a wide receiver or best player available. This is the 49ers saying we've got to leapfrog Carolina, Denver, and these other teams and get from 12 to 7 somehow. And if you're the Lions, you need uh, draft capital, athletes, players, numbers. You need players. This draft is about quantity over quality, in my opinion. Look what Minnesota did last year with the amount of picks that they picked up, the amount of players that they drafted. The Lions are in that same spot, differently than Minnesota was a year ago because Minnesota wasn't rebuilding. They just had made a lot of very, very smart trades, accumulated picks, and took a lot of players. And this is the philosophy that I think works in the NFL. I don't think it works in the NBA. Ask Mike Valeni about his Boston Celtics GM, Danny Ainge, who loves to accumulate picks. Now, Troy Weaver did that this year for the Pistons, and so far it looks pretty good. But again, he had some big contracts on the roster. He was trying to, you know, subsidize with smaller contracts like Sadiq Bey and Isaiah Stewart. That doesn't cost anything. And in a rebuild, hey, let's accumulate some picks. Let's trade some people away. Let's, let's wheel and deal. And that's what Troy Weaver did. So the Pistons are and the Lions are kind of in the same spot in terms of rebuilds. I'd be all for Brad Holmes doing this. Highest bidder. Put that seventh pick up for the highest bid. And then if you could still get Micah Parsons later, five picks later, that would be absolutely stunning. Because there are some, including me, that could see Micah Parsons going at number seven. All right, when we come back, uh, this Russell Wilson thing is unbelievable. I, I got to get into this. And there's a couple of wide receivers now available for the Lions in free agency. But first, let's talk about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly uh, intimidating questioning and waiting around at the counter at some of these uh, stores when you could just... Go to rockauto.com on your phone or computer and buy what you need at home, and then it gets uh, delivered right to your door. All right? Stop going to the store. Stop being fleeced by this, with some of these prices. Forget chain stores. Rockauto.com is the place to be. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to the website, rockauto.com, to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They got everything. Motor oil, new carpet, brake parts, tail lamps. You got it. RockAuto.com. Their catalog is unique and mark, uh, remarkably easy to navigate. Plus, the best thing about them, their prices are low, reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You heard me? All right, so Adam Schefter said it today uh, and had it tweeted out earlier today. Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson has not demanded a trade, his agent Mark Rogers told ESPN, but Wilson has told the Seahawks that if Seattle were to trade him, the only teams he would waive his no-trade clause for are the Cowboys, the Saints, the Raiders, and the Bears. The Bears? Uh-oh. <laughs> it's almost like it's like Matthew Stafford's dream. He leaves the Lions 
goes to L.A., and then the Rams are going to play the Seahawks twice a year and don't have to face Russell Wilson anymore. And then the Lions have to face Russell Wilson twice. First of all, what is going on? Russell Wilson and the Seahawks seem to be having some issues here. Apparently, Russell Wilson made his feelings known to Pete Carroll and others in the franchise about the direction of the organization, and now they're, 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 they're fighting. There's infighting there. Over the years, Wilson has complained about his defensive teammates, the state of his offensive line, the Seahawks scheme, this is from Albert Breer, and his contract. And now, again, all these Schefter tweets are like, well, he's not demanded a trade, but his agent says he wants to stay. But, come on now. Russell Wilson's had enough. And it's amazing to me because that is such an incredible fit. It's a great culture out in Seattle, at least it appears. They seemingly win every year. They're always in the playoffs. They've won a Super Bowl. They should have won a second one with Wilson, except for the Daryl Bevel slant pass call. And interception against Malcolm Butler and the Patriots. But this is going public now. That Wilson's upset with the Seahawks. The question is, are the Seahawks going to trade him? And what if, what if the Bears got their wish and somehow landed Russell Wilson? For Lions fans, for us, that would absolutely suck. Russell Wilson's the real deal. Let's talk about this for a second. All right, we always sit here and laugh about the Bears. We sit here and crack up because they've tried everything at quarterback. Everything. They tried to get Carson Wentz. They got Nick Foles. They drafted Mitchell Trubisky ahead of Patrick Mahomes. They've tried just about everything at quarterback. Go back to the last time the Bears had a really, really good team. They made the Super Bowl in the mid-2000s, played the Colts with Rex Grossman at quarterback in the rain. I believe that game was in Miami. And the Colts won. The Bears have been searching and searching and searching for a quarterback. Chase Daniel, now Lion backup, he was there. We mentioned Trubisky. Foles, they've tried it all. And could not get Carson Wentz. But now... Russell Wilson, maybe? You know, people in Chicago, if you follow anybody on social media, Twitter, whatever, like David Kaplan is a guy I follow. He does the Kaplan Company, or the Kaplan J. Hood uh, midday, mid-morning show, 9 to noon on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. And they're like, make it happen. Tom Waddle, same thing. Make it happen. Oh, my God, this is unbelievable. Russ, Russ wants to come to Chicago. If this, if this is out there that it's already so bad that he is listing teams he'd go to, that means he wants to leave. He's had enough of Seattle, which is incredible to me because, yes, he's been running for his life the last couple of years. The Seahawks offensive line has not been good. But they win. You know, we complain all the time about what the Lions look like and the culture here and how they've won one playoff game in 63 years. Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle? Yeah, he does. His agent wouldn't be telling Adam Schefter, oh, by the way, we have a list of teams that uh, Russell would go to. Oh, really? And if you're the Seahawks, you're not trading him. Unless he's just such a cancer, but we haven't seen or heard that. It's remarkable. Remarkable to think about that Russell Wilson could be available 
And if you're a Lions fan, the last thing you want to see is him coming to Chicago because he that's a game changer for the Bears. The Bears aren't horrible. And I don't think they're going to keep Allen Robinson. I think he's leaving in free agency. So that offense needs some work. But Russell Wilson, oh, God. He's a stone-cold cold killer, in my opinion. He is a fantastic player and is a franchise changer. All right, a couple of uh, free agent-wide receivers out there. I want to tell you why they're available. Cap casualties and what they might cost coming up next. What about bet online? The fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Want to put some money down on NBA tonight, college basketball, NHL? You can at betonline.ag. They even cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine at betonline.ag. They got you covered, too, for news, scores, the best odds. It's the best place to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. Want to bet on where Russell Wilson will land next? You can do it at betonline.ag. Go to the website now or on your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, and in all caps, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. All right, folks, we know this. Uh, We are right in the middle of the uh, time, next week and a half, where the Lions have to make a decision on Kenny Galladay, their star wide receiver. Are they willing to pay him $16 million, franchise tag him for this season? Are they going to let him walk? Do they tag him, but then they trade him? They could trade him now. They could trade him uh, before the deadline after week six next, uh, next season. So regardless, right now the one guy the Lions have on their roster <laughs> That wide receiver is uh, Quintez Cephas. Amendola, Galladay, Marvin Jones, Jamal Agnew, they're all free agents. So today, the Tennessee Titans released wide receiver Adam Humphreys. Only 27. They save $4.47 million in cap space. Humphreys signed a pretty big deal a couple of years ago. Made about $19.86 million the last two years. So he was about a $10 million a year receiver. Last year, um, 60 catches for 602 yards and four touchdowns. Actually, that's over the last two seasons. Adam Humphreys uh, for, for Tennessee. Solid receiver, pretty good football player. That number will come down. He's not going to make $10 million a year again. He's being cut for a reason. The Raiders... The other day, cut Tyrell Williams, who made $21.2 million over the last two years. He was also a $10 million a year receiver. Caught 42 balls for 651 yards and six touchdowns. Those are two guys that I think, look, you know, obviously when you look at it, um, these players are going to want to get the most money. Tyrell Williams was in the middle of a four-year, $44 million deal. Not exactly a household name. Not somebody you say, who are the free agent wide receivers this year? And there's a lot of pretty good ones. But Tyrell Williams, yeah, okay, let me, let, me, let me correct that. This season he did catch 42 balls for 651 yards and six touchdowns. That was for this past season. Tyrell Williams for his career... Two years with the Chargers, 
uh, I'm sorry, um, four years with the Chargers, and then one year with the Raiders. Has uh, 23 touchdowns in five seasons. So, um, I want to correct myself from before. Adam Humphrey's stats for this past year was 60 catches, 602 yards, and four touchdowns. These are both good, solid football players who, because the salary cap, remember, the cap's coming down due to lost wages, lost revenue, fans not being in the stands this year. Salary cap's going down from like 198 to 180. And teams have got to get below the cap. Teams have got to release players. The Lions are going to do it. And so the uh, Titans get rid of Humphreys and the Raiders get rid of Tyrell Williams. Keep an eye out for those guys. Those are a couple of names that could be added to the Lions list. Bigger name free agents, I don't think, are going to be where the Lions go. They don't have a ton of money to play with. All right? And there's going to be players that are going to look elsewhere. You know, people are like, oh, what about J.J. Watt? J.J. Watt's going to go to a winner, go to a contender. The Lions should not overspend on free agents right now when they are revamping their team, when they're in a rebuild. Do they need to spend some money to put some veterans on the field? Yes, absolutely. You can't just play all rookies and second-year guys. and you got to bring some people in. Brad Holmes is going to sign some players. But Humphreys and Williams probably are better fits than some of these other big-name wide receivers that are out there in free agency. I don't know. I mean, would you say A.J. Green is still the A.J. Green of old? Um, you know, Allen Robinson, he's not coming home. I, lo- I love Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, uh, Robinson. Allen Robinson is from here. All right? He's, he's a beast. But he's not coming here. Sammy Watkins isn't signing here. Right? Um, Corey Davis? Will Fuller? Will Fuller's not signing here. Will Fuller just spent last year in Houston. It was a disaster. Right? So, Tyrell Williams, 29 years of age, made $11 million last year. A.J. Green made $18 million, free agent. Allen Robinson. T.Y. Hilton made 13 Sean Jackson made 9 He's now available. Sammy Watkins made 9 Marvin Jones made 8 Prashad Perriman, Corey Davis, Willie Sneed. Cordero Patterson. Willie Sneed is a former uh, saint with Dan Campbell. Keep an eye on that. And I also told you, who was it? It wasn't Tavon Austin. There was a Rams receiver that we talked about. uh, A couple of, uh, yeah, Josh Reynolds. That's another guy that I think the Lions would sign. But he made seven hundred twenty-seven, seven hundred sixty-two million, or seven hundred sixty-two thousand last year. Tyrell Williams made eleven million. Keep an eye on on those guys. This is the Thursday edition of Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for listening, everybody. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook.